0: Welcome to Your Best Writing Life. I'm your host, Linda Goldfarb. Each week, you'll receive tips and strategies from experts in the writing and publishing industry to help boost your best writing life. Let's get started. During this season of thankfulness, I feel it's a good time to share some snippets from our industry experts on what brings them joy. I pray you are encouraged and perhaps entertained with their answers. I'll meet you back here on the flip side. Brian Bird, what brings you joy?
1: Well, beyond just loving on people and letting them love on me, um and that that is the most important thing, you know, we in our lives, you, you know, when people ask me, well, how do you how do you communicate your faith in your work and you know my attitude is I want to stir up great questions. I want to stir up hearts and soul cravings by asking great questions. And I know that when I do that right, people can be haunted by those questions and spend lots of time thinking around the water cooler, how do I answer that? And it gives me great joy to know that I have stirred up you know, soul cravings in people. You know, if we as people of faith believe we have the cure for everything, and we do, (laughs) right? The cure for everything in the universe, we know what that is. Right. So that is the most precious cargo in the universe for us to take to people and to hand to people. It can be put on the page. Yes, you can put it on a page. You can put it in a TV show or a movie. But it's best delivered hand to hand, person to person, flesh and blood to flesh and blood. That's the best way to deliver it, right? Because a picture on a wall, a picture on a TV screen, uh, words on a page can trivialize that. But when it's hand delivered to people, when the, the cure for everything is hand delivered to people, that is the most powerful transaction in the universe. So that is what gives me the most joy in life. Sharon Tedford,
0: what brings you joy?
2: There are so many things that bring me joy. I love hanging out with my family and FaceTiming with my family in other countries. But one of the things that brings me greatest joy and peace, actually, is to settle down on my own in a room away from everybody as much as I adore them with my guitar, and use music to get back into that deep relationship with Jesus. When I feel like I need to rebuild that relationship or I want to go deeper with him, I just grab my guitar and worship him through the gift of music and allow him, actually, to speak to me, to bless me while I'm blessing him. Katie Kaufman,
0: what brings you joy?
3: What brings me joy? Do you have another 30 minutes? (laughs) Um, I just, I love scripture. I love working with God to understand something. And I love hearing other people's insights of scripture. On Thursday nights, I host a Zoom group for those who would like to discuss what's in our magazine. And we invite an author to read. And then they discuss the questions. And I just love that fellowship. And hearing what God has taught them and hearing their stories. So I love scripture and hearing from other people and then creating art based on scripture. Um, This this year, you know, with the pandemic, you, you have more time at home. And I've taken time to hand letter verses or hand letter quotes from people's books in my journal. And it just gives you extra time to pray through it and think on it. And it's like God writes it on your heart. So things that revolve around scripture and being with other people and art. I just love it. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Edwina Perkins, what brings you joy?
3: I would
4: have to say when my two and a half year old grandson walks into our house and he lifts his hands up to me for me to pick him up Mm -hmm. and I pick him up and he squeezes my neck. And he calls me Nona, which is my grandmother name. And the reason that brings me joy is I can only imagine holding my hands up to my heavenly father, wrapping my arms around his neck
0: and going, Dad, that brings me joy. Cindy Sprouls, what brings you joy?
4: Oh, that's easy. (laughs) These mountains bring me joy. I I find my happiest moments in these mountains because when you live in the mountains, um, this is the closest to the door of heaven you're going to get here on mm. earth. And um, I love to go to the top of the mountain. I love <laughs> to be able to experience God at that point. I love to be able to put my hands in the air and feel like my fingertips are scraping the clouds. And mm. You know, and so to me, that's what brings me great joy is what mountains,
0: to, what mountains are you referencing? Sanders? I
4: am, I'm, well, I live in the foothills of Smoky Mountains, <clears throat> mm. but am right under, I'm also to the left of me are the Blue Ridge Mountains. So I'm kind of right in the middle of the two. So, you know, I get to go, <laughs> <Very> <laughs> I get nice. to go left or right. <laughs> north or Indian. south, either way, and go up any mountain I want to go up. So um and there's lots of beautiful lookouts here. You know, Very I'm nice. in Tennessee, so lots of beautiful lookouts and and then like I said, twenty minutes north and I are east, I guess, twenty minutes east, and I'm in the Blue Ridge Mountains. Mm. You know, where Ridgecrest is. So Absolutely. And if you've been there, you know what I'm talking about. So beautiful, beautiful. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Very good. Peggy Sue Wells, what brings you joy?
2: <laughs> okay, so joy um, uh, okay the first the first two will be the obvious that probably everybody says first, really, knowing God loves me is is a huge a huge joy. And then being with dear friends and family, and that's always also good material for writing. but the, the other thing that brings me joy. People say when you get that time to do whatever you want, and that flow happens, so you're not even aware of time passing. For me, that's actually writing fiction. Uh, And writing fiction is that we make stuff up, but the stuff that we make up has to make sense. And so invariably, as I'm creating these worlds and putting these people into them and their challenges and their obstacles, I will write myself into a tough situation. And then I have to make it work. And that can be really difficult because it has to work. It has to make sense. Your reader has to be able to go along with you. And so it's much like putting a puzzle together without having the picture on the box to follow. And it's Mm -hmm. a sweet challenge, but I love doing it. So even on my days off, if I have nothing to do that, you know, and I can carve out time for myself, it'll be sitting with my laptop with who I call Macbeth and then putting together (laughs) these fiction stories. I love
0: that Macbeth.
2: Macbeth. So Mac good. Beth. So good. This and is Mac good. Macbeth Mac gets to go with me everywhere I go. So on all of my adventures, like even trailering my daughter who rides rodeo across the nation so that she can barrel race, sitting in the stands while my other daughter plays soccer, it's any of it, my lap, my laptop goes with me. And, you know, in between, I can write anything. And then while we're in that idea of this is a new place, it's taking in the new senses and what does this place look like and what are the smells and what are the flavors and what do people do and why are they doing it? And then it all becomes part of our stories.
0: What brings you, Jamie Hull, what brings you joy?
5: That's easy. The first thing that comes to my mind is uh, besides everything else I do, I teach piano. And so Mm. I have had the privilege to lead a piano student to the Lord. And it has, I am now doing a, uh, we have our piano lesson and then we do a Bible study because she doesn't really know how to study the Bible. So you know what? It is powerful. It brings me so much joy to see the, the end result, the outcome of just a simple, thing as a piano lesson. And I started this week, coaching a 15 year old. And you know, I am just so overjoyed that God would give me the honor and the privilege to do it. But again, what you're hearing in me is the joy of pouring Jesus into the next generation. And we need to do that. So thanks for asking, because I hope I encourage people to start
3: mentoring and pouring into others.
0: Bethany Jett, what brings you joy?
3: Right now, what brings me joy is the freedom to control my time and spend it with my kids when I want to and be with my family or planning or being in my office. And And I think that that, again, just kind of goes back to this whole digital age, the ability to work from home in my circumstance or having email with me on the go means I don't have to be a slave to my computer. I can live life and still enjoy social media and marketing and all those things while investing in my family and investing, you know, in my relationship with God and my writing as well. So I think just to kind of tie it into marketing a little bit, um, having the freedom and time to do those things is what's bringing me joy right now.
0: Becky and Kowiak, what brings you joy?
6: Honestly. People bring me joy. Mm. Uh, I love to be around people. I love family. I love friends. And I love making new friends. It's been a lifelong thing. Uh, my mom used to get really frustrated. And then it became a family joke because I couldn't leave a restaurant without hugging the waitress. And basically, as soon as I could walk, I would chase down the waitress to get my hug before we left. And I don't know. People. Are always interesting. Everybody has a story. Everybody is special in some way. And everybody is so loved by God. And I'm like, man, if God loves them that much, then I should love them too. And there's just so much to learn from other people. Everybody knows things that I don't know. And it just takes a conversation, sometimes a very short one, to realize, man, this person is just incredible. And they've had these incredible experiences, and especially if they don't already know Jesus, it's always amazing to be able to introduce people to Jesus if if that yeah. opportunity is presented. One mm-hmm. thing that that really brings me joy that, that involves people is I love to pray for people. Years ago, I kept getting these sales calls, and it was one specific person that kept calling And I kept feeling like God was sort of poking me, like, hey, you should pray for this guy. And I just was like, I don't know, he's not gonna like it. And he's recorded, he might get in trouble with his job. Like all these weird reasons I shouldn't pray for him came up. And so Mm. finally he called again and I was like, Man, you are persistent. And he was like, Well, I really want to talk to you. I said, I tell you what, I will listen to you if you will let me pray for you first. And he was like, What? And That was the first time I prayed for anyone on the phone and nothing magical or amazing happened. It was just an opportunity to pray for this guy. We've had crazy things happen. God broke my truck is something I like to kind of joke about. It completely was destroyed. We had to replace the engine. It was not a fun situation, but I really feel like God did it on purpose because there was one person at the insurance company that needed to know that God saw her. And it Mm. was incredible. I still get chills thinking about it. I called the insurance company and they said, sit tight. We're going to put you in touch with underwriting. Everything's going to be taken care of. No problem. It's going to be okay. Then I got to the person in underwriting and she said, oh, honey, I'm so sorry. None of this is covered because technically it's considered wear and tear, even though it's catastrophic failure. You know, you didn't have an accident. So it's not covered. And in that moment, I was so upset. And I was just like, oh, I just want to hang up on this person. And I could feel God saying, you need to pray for her. And I struggled. And to the point where I actually said to her, said, I'm going to tell you, I feel like God wants me to pray for you. And I really don't feel like doing it right now, because I'm so upset about this dumb truck. But how can I pray for you? And she broke down, like sobbing. And said, mm-hmm. you know, here's the situation. This is what's happening. And I really needed to know that God cared. And mm-hmm. that was the moment when I was just like, I can never say no again. If I had just let that annoyance get to me and I had hung up on this person, she still would be wondering, does God care? Or maybe God would send somebody else, but I wouldn't have the amazing blessing of being able to be the one to say, God does care and God knows, and He's there. People and praying for people bring me joy.
0: That is good. It's evident. And it has you in a sweet spot, which is always where we'd like to be for Father and all He has involved with us. Thank you, Lord, for that. There you go. Stories, moments, and ponderings of God's provision in the lives of some of our industry experts. It's important to me for you to know how much you are valued as one of our listeners. And I understand that as much as you want to write, life can happen and detours show up. Yet, God is sovereign and His timing is perfect. Drop me a note. Let me know what you walked away with from this episode. And please, would you share what brings you joy in this season of life? Check out our show notes for my email link and more. I look forward to being here with you next time on your best riding life.